International Soccer Preview, we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 20, the 2023 African Cup. This episode is looking at the players of Ivory Coast. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is a continuation of Series 20 on the 2023 African Cup, played in January 2024. Uh, we've done a full and short version on the groups and teams, and so now are turning our attention to looking at the players of each team, uh, this episode covering Ivory Coast's players. We're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that'll be in early January of 2024. And at that time, we'll go back over the list we compiled today and see who made it and who didn't. Uh, that'll be part two. Uh, and we'll also cover a few other things um, in part two that I'll talk about at the end of the media cast here. And we did do a series on the 24 teams of the African Cup in uh, 2022 and covered their players there. And actually, five of these teams were also covered uh, even more recently in our World Cup series. Since those are quite recent, we're taking this opportunity to experiment with our format a little bit. Here, for the teams we have covered before, we're going to be trying out uh, what I call the spotlight system, uh, going into detail on only the players that we predict will be starters. But uh, we're going to post links in the show notes to our previous media casts, which will offer more detail on the supporting players. And uh, we've made a separate video on what we're, what we're going to be covering over the next nine months. Uh, YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and we'll also place it in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we've just completed our series on the groups, teams, and players, at least part one of the players, uh, for the 2023 Asian Cup, and now we're focusing on the 2023 African Cup, uh, both of those taking place in early 2024. And uh, furthermore, we've also started coverage of World Cup 2026 qualifying uh, by looking at the preliminary round of the Asian Cup uh, there, or the, sorry, the Asian World Cup qualifying there. Okay, so this episode will have three sections. Uh, section one, where we give some general information on the team. Section two is the main part. We look at the uh, main candidates in each position and judge their likelihood of making the final squad. And section three, we'll give any closing thoughts and preview part two uh, in more detail. So let's begin then with section one. And uh, we'll start with a few observations on the squad here. So uh, first one is the, the African Nations uh, Championship. Um, so this is a competition that is played, uh, but, play, but uh, countries can only use in-country uh, players for this uh, competition. So um, those are generally, especially for Ivory Coast, not 
players who make the national team for competitions like this. So basically what we've decided is uh, for those players who have only played in the African Nations Championship, uh, those are left uh, off our list unless they actually join the senior team. Uh, another point to note for um, Ivory Coast uh, is that club affiliations matter. In fact, this seems to be one of the main criterion for selection among uh, Ivory Coast and some other African teams. So players can actually come and go from the team or from the starting positions uh, according to their rise and fall in the hierarchy of the clubs that they play for. Uh, but while we don't want to get bogged down in a long list of the club history of each player, we're going to try to balance by providing an update uh, on the players since uh, two years ago when we covered uh, the team and uh, an overview. So that's part of our reason for using the spotlight candidates. We'll see how it goes and we may have to make changes along the way. Uh, finally, and specifically for Ivory Coast, is position shifting. So the position players are coded for don't seem to matter as much for Ivory Coast. You'll get players uh, on the right wing who are coded as right wingers, but you'll see them playing in the central midfield or as forwards or on the left. Uh, so basically, we've tried to place players in the position that best fits our narrative, and that's likely the position they've played uh, they played in most recently. And we're looking at the last uh, two years, as we'll talk about soon. Let's look at any major retirements then. And really, for Ivory Coast, there's just one, and that is Captain uh, Siri Dae. Uh, Siri Dae. Hang on, i got to uh, expand my thing. We won't go into too much detail here, but he was captain of the team. He's been on the team uh, since 2013 uh, to 2022. He actually retired from soccer, uh, his club and country, in July 22, uh, 2022 and played his last game for the national team in the 2021 African Cup. So farewell to Siri Dae and uh, really the only major retirement over the last couple of years. We do have players who uh, seem to be off the squad. They're not playing for the team anymore, but we'll mention those as we go because uh, they haven't officially retired and there is a chance that they may come back. Let's look at club affiliations for Ivory Coast. And, uh, well, we usually look at main domestic clubs um, in uh, when we do this, but for Ivory Coast, basically, if uh, players play locally, they're not going to make the uh, national team. So the top players don't play locally, and in fact, some of them were not born uh, in country. Um, the national team is really made up of players from top teams all over the world. But uh, one of the feeder teams, kind of coming out of um, uh, coming out of um, Ivory Coast, uh, probably the main team is ASEC uh, Mimosas, uh, uh, probably the main team uh, within country. But uh, for the national team players, we look to uh, clubs outside of the country. So uh, predominantly Europe, but they do have several in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they have one in China, one in South Africa, and one, interestingly, uh, in Ethiopia. That's a backup goalkeeper uh, there. And uh, when we talk about the uh, European 
uh, countries, which is, is where most of them are playing. Um, the predominant countries right now are England, Turkey and France, but really it's in all major countries in Europe. And uh, we usually give a list of big names that um, players play for, but it would be a long list uh, if we let it get too long. So we have to stick with the biggest names because they have players with some of the biggest teams there. Uh, Manchester United, Borussia Dortmund, Roma, uh, Sporting Lisbon, and uh, the list goes on. So top players with top clubs for uh, Ivory Coast. Pretty impressive, actually. Uh, next, what we're going to look at is their recent game. So uh, we are going to... Um, consider the participation of each player and actually make our decision as to how likely they are to make it to the squad based on the uh, uh, on the games that they've played uh, since the African Cup in 2021. So if they've been called up regularly since then, uh, we'll consider them likely. And if they have not been called up, then we think that they're dropping off the team. So let's begin with uh, the African Cup in 2021. Sorry, uh, that was actually in 2022, the 2021 African Cup in January of 2022. So there were four games there, Equatorial Guinea, Sierra Leone, Algeria, and Egypt. And when we, when we do our narrative on the position, we'll kind of start uh, with who played in, in those games. Uh, but we have had uh, games since, of course. So uh, two friendlies in March 2022 against France and England. Uh, next came African Cup 2023 qualification. Those are the first two games of the six games that they're going to play in all. Uh, these two are against Zambia and Lesotho. Uh, there were two games of African Cup uh, sorry, African Nations Championship qualification. I think I won't add them to the list because it just complicates things. And as I said, these are not players who uh, really factor into the main national team. So let's skip that and go to uh, friendlies. Uh, two in September 2022. Uh, those were against Togo and Guinea. None in October uh, 2022, even though a lot of teams uh, do schedule games in October, uh, and two in November 2022, Burundi and Burkina Faso. In January of 2023, it was the African Nations Champions uh, Championship itself. Again, though, we won't add it to the list because they're not players who uh, factor in here. And so we go to March 2023 for the completion of uh, African Cup 2023 qualifications. Two games in March, both against Comoros there, and two games in June. Oh, no, one game in June, sorry, against Zambia, one game in September to finish up uh, against Lesotho. And because we're talking about them here, we know that they were in the top two uh, and reached the cup here. So uh, six games of qualification in all uh, for this African Cup. And uh, finally, we look at the more recent games. Uh, two friendlies in October 2023 against Morocco and South Africa. And finally, uh, in November 2022, World Cup 2026 qualification began. And uh, they played two of the teams in their group there, Seychelles and uh, Gambia. So there we have it for um, 
for uh, Ivory Coast, and that is, uh, uh, let me see, that is uh, 24 games in all. Um, a couple of times we leave out games because we don't have sufficient information on them, but I don't think that was the case for Ivory Coast. So uh, 24 games is what we're using to consider uh, the players' uh, participation. Okay, and we're not actually particularly interested in the results of those games. Uh, for the players' podcast, we're actually more interested in the formations uh, they used. And we're really making a long story short here. Uh, we don't want to go into the weeds too much. Uh, in the in the African Cup back in 2022, uh, in January, uh, they used a 4-3-3 formation in all four of those games. And they've used it uh, fairly commonly since they kind of went away from it, uh, maybe experimented a bit. Uh, the only formations they used more than once were the uh, 4-2-1-3 and the 4-4-2. Um, uh, but not as much as the uh, not as much as the four three three, which they actually kind of came back to uh, towards the end here, and uh, they seem to use it especially in the games that are more important. So uh, actually, in the last four games, it's been the four three three. So uh, when we talk about the teams. Um, It'll be good to keep in mind the 4-3-3 formation. So generally two central defenders, a right back and a left back, uh, three in the middle, a central midfielder, right midfielder and left midfielder. And uh, and then usually, uh, even though it looks like three forwards, it's actually probably more like a left attacking midfielder and a right attacking midfielder uh, together with a single forward uh, is the usual formation. All right, we'll end this section by looking at any pre-tournament friendlies they have. And actually, Ivory Coast have scheduled one, and that is on January 5th uh, against Mozambique at home. Mozambique also uh, playing in the African Cup. And um, we do expect maybe one or two more friendlies to be uh, scheduled. All right, that is it for section one. Let's move on to section two and uh, a look at the candidates. Uh, but we'll talk about the managers first. And uh, the outgoing manager is uh, Patrice Beaumel. We'll uh, just put his name in, in red here just to show that he is uh, the outgoing manager there. Uh, Patrice Beaumel. Uh, was manager of Ivory Coast during the 2021 African Cup there at the beginning of 2022 and um, had since gone on, uh, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll say, he his contract expired and uh, in April of 2022 and um, the new manager took over. Meanwhile, he went on to, uh, to manage MC Alger in Algeria, one of the bigger clubs uh, in Algeria. So, Farewell to Patrice Beaumel, and welcome to uh, Jean-Louis Gasset. So um, you'll see that Jean-Louis Gasset's name is in uh, gray here, whereas Patrice Beaumel's name was in black. So the black indicates that they had been through a tournament. So uh, Beaumel did manage them in the 2021 African Cup. That was his only international tournament, uh, whereas Jean-Louis Gasset uh, does not have international tournament experience. In fact, Jean-Louis Gasset has been an assistant manager uh, for most of his career, but with some fairly big teams 
including Paris Saint-Germain twice, uh, Bordeaux uh, in France once, and the France national team. Uh, he was assistant manager of them from 2010 to 12. Um, uh, from 2017, he became a manager in his own right with Saint-Étienne in France and Bordeaux in France, returning to uh, become the main manager of that team, and from April 2022, uh, manager of the Ivory Coast. So he will get international experience through this tournament, but he doesn't have any yet. And um, there we have it. Okay, let us take a look at our goalkeepers then. And we begin with uh, Yahya Fofana as a definite candidate. We uh, will come back to him because he's going to be our, our spotlight player. And um, we, have as, uh, we have two likely candidates, so I'll introduce them as we go here in this new format. The first one is Badra Ali Sanger. And uh, he has been with the Ivory Coast since 2009, a fairly experienced player, only 30 caps. He's been on the uh, roster for many uh, tournaments since the 2013 African Cup, but usually uh, as a, a backup keeper. In 2021 African Cup, though, in uh, 2022 there, he started and finished all four games. So he uh, was a starter. Now he seems to have lost it again. Uh, he is playing for... Uh, Sekukun United in South Africa since 2020. Um, and we consider him a likely candidate. He started 13 of their 24 games over the past two years and was on the bench for seven and uh, not selected for the four African Nations uh, Championship. So even though he seems to have lost his starting position, uh, he uh, is nevertheless being called up to the bench. So we, we, we think he's likely to be the backup keeper. Uh, the other likely candidate is Charles Foley or Charles Foley Aia. Sorry, Ayayi. <laughs> and uh, he is uh, the only player actually playing in the uh, Ivory Coast right now. He's with the team I mentioned, Asak Mimotas. Uh, since 2022, and he got his first cap in January 2023. He started six, uh, started six of their remaining 12 games, um, and um, was on the bench for six others. So we think he's likely too. And uh, the one candidate who is possible but unlikely, I'll just mention, uh, is uh, Ira Eliezer Tape uh, Tape. And he's been a backup keeper for a couple of tournaments, including the 2021 African Cup. Uh, didn't start any of their games uh, over the past two years, but was on the bench for 11, but not selected for the last five matches. So uh, we think at this point, uh, Pape is unlikely. Um, but, uh, uh, well, there we have it. And he also uh, plays in the Ivory Coast, actually, with San Pedro. I thought... Uh, I thought he was the play I think he is actually playing for a team in uh, Ethiopia now. So um, I'm going to say so. Uh, plays in Ethiopia. Uh, okay, and let us uh, do a summary of the position then. So uh, Sanger, Badr Ali Sanger, played in the African Cup and continued on as a starter until March 2023. Uh, Foley was the keeper in the African Nations Championship. That's where he got his starts. And uh, was one of the very few players 
uh, from the African Nations Championship to actually transition to the main team where he started two games for them. Uh, after that, though, uh, it was Fofana that took over as a starter, and uh, he has started every game since his first call-up in 2023, so that would be the last uh, six games that uh, Fofana has started. So I'm going to highlight him in green as our spotlight candidate, uh, Yahya Fofana. Uh, despite recently joining the team in 2023 and being uh, just 23 years old, um, he started all six of their remaining games uh, up until this point. We're doing this podcast at the end of November uh, 2023. So uh, he was born in France. He plays for Angers in France, which is not really a high-level team. Uh, but maybe they're looking to kind of transition him into the starting position over Sanger, who is, after all, 37 years old. So, uh, Yaya Fofana, uh, we think it's going to be the starter uh, for the um, uh, Asia, uh, for the African Cup in January here. Okay, let's move on to defenders. And uh, we look at central defenders. So, we have a definite candidate in Evan Indica. So we're going to spotlight him, so we won't give any information on him yet. And um, uh, Uthmane Diomande, we consider likely, and uh, Willie Bolly also likely. So we're going to spotlight those two as well. Willie Bolly has been involved uh, in a tournament, so actually we'll just change his uh, name into a black text uh, color here. Uh, Willy Bolly. And uh, we have a lot of other candidates uh, at the possible level. Uh, we're not going to do much beyond naming these. So, um, a possible candidate Odilon Kusuno uh, started four of their games, was subbed in for three and on the bench for five uh, over the last 24 games. Uh, he was a sub in the 2021 African Cup and has been with Bayer Leverkusen in Germany since 2021. So a possible candidate there. Uh, next we have uh, Abakar Silla. Abakar Silla got his first appearance on the bench in September, so recently, and started, oh sorry, September 2022, and started three of their remaining six games, subbed in for three and on the bench for three of the 24 games. So not used that much. Uh, he has recently moved to Strasbourg in France, and the 21-year-old Silla has uh, six caps for the national team. Uh, next, we have a more experienced player, Eric Bailly, uh, Eric Bailly uh, who's been with the team since 2015 with 49 caps. Uh, he's been involved in several tournaments and was a starter in the 2021 African Cup, but over the past two years has only started eight of their 24 games, um, was on the bench for one uh, and out with uh, four separate injuries for seven games. He was also suspended uh, for four games. So uh, kind of a lot of um, uh, kind of doubt uh, circulating around Eric Bailly. That's why we have him as a uh, possible candidate. In terms of club, he recently moved to Besiktas in Turkey. And uh, before that was with Man United for quite a while, from 2016 to 2023. So Eric Bailly, um, 
surprisingly just a possible candidate here. Also, perhaps surprisingly, Simon Delhi, uh, who's been with the team since 2015, uh, and there's 27 caps. He's kind of um, uh, been involved in a few tournaments, but didn't make the final cut for the 2019 African Cup, but then was a starter in the 2021 African Cup. Over the past couple of uh, years, he has started nine of their 24 games and uh, on the bench for four and not selected for nine matches there. So uh, and the last two matches he wasn't selected for. In fact, uh, Simon Delhi only played one of the last 12 games. So despite being a starter in the 2021 African Cup, seems to be winding his way out of the team. So let, uh, let's do a summary of the position here. Um, Delhi, uh, Simon Delhi and Eric Bailly started three of the four cup games and it was uh, Diomande uh, replacing Bailey in, uh, or Bailly in game three there of the African Cup. Uh, but things started to change quickly after the cup. Uh, uh, Bolly, Willie Bolly came in and then a slew of players uh, Wilfred Cannon, who um, uh, is kind of off the team now. Uh, let me see. I'm sorry. I should have put him on the list. Uh, Wilfred Cannon last played in June of 2022. So he seems to be off the team. Uh, but he did come in there for a while. Uh, Kusuno, Singo, Silla, uh, Gbanim, and Ndika. All of those players are showing up in central defense, even though some of them are not actually uh, central defenders. But I don't want to confuse things uh, more than they are already naturally confused. Uh, there really seems no pattern to it, uh, except that some have uh, played more than others. So uh, basically it boils down to what we have here for our spotlight uh, our spotlight players, the ones who we think will be starters. So uh, we're going to choose uh, three. Uh, we think Evan Indica and one of the other two, and uh, really maybe a rotation uh, of those two players. So let's spotlight Evan Indica here. And uh, he has been, um, well, he got his first cap in September of 2023. So a bit like the goalie has kind of suddenly inserted himself uh, into a starting position ever since he came in. He started all five of their games uh, over the over the past uh, little while, and um, and maybe his uh, his club has something to do with it because he recently moved to Roma in Italy since 2023, and he was with Eintracht Frankfurt uh, in Germany for five years before that, and with Auxerre in France. He is actually uh, French-born, um, Evan Indica. So we think he's going to be a starter. Uh, and then uh, either Usmane Diamand or Willy Bolly. So we'll highlight both of them too. Uh, we'll actually highlight on the graphic here Indica in green and Diamond in Bolly in blue. I think uh, honestly it'll be a rotation of those two. So Usman Diamond, uh, also very new to the team in uh, September 2023. And um, 
he started um, three of their remaining five games and was on the bench for the last two matches. So, again, it's uh, partly his club affiliation that we think uh, is an argument in his favour. He's with Sporting Lisbon in uh, Portugal since 2023, and he was with uh, Midtjylland in Denmark uh, prior to that. So a very young player, just 20 years old, uh, but Usman Diamand, um, uh, a potential starter, uh, uh, maybe rotating with Willie Bolly, who uh, has been with Ivory Coast a bit longer since 2020. 15 caps and one goal. He got, he joined Ivory Coast late uh, because he's 32 years old now. Um, so he was uh, 29 years old when he got his first cap for Ivory Coast. He's currently with Wolverhampton Wanderers in England since 2018, but was with uh, Porto in Portugal uh, and Braga in, in Braga in Portugal before that. He is also French-born and uh, prior to his time in Portugal was also with Auxerre in France and uh, with French teams prior to that. So he was part of the African Cup in, the, in uh, 2021 or 2022, and, um, but he was on the bench uh, for game one, uh, kind of struggling with injury in that tournament. Uh, okay, and uh, Willie Bolly started only four of their 24 games over the past two years, uh, subbed in for one and on the bench for eight. Uh, so, yes, uh, neither he nor uh, Diamond are really convincing candidates as starters. But as I said, it's been kind of a mix and match uh, in the central defence. So uh, these kind of at the current moment seem uh, the most likely starters. Okay, let's move on to uh, the left-back position. And our spotlight player will be uh, Ghislaine Conan. Uh, that is not to be confused with um, Wilfried Cannon, whose name looks similar. Um, and we'll come back to him because he's our spotlight candidate. Beyond him, we just have two possible candidates. Uh, the first one is Hussein Kamara. Uh, Hussein Kamara has only started three of their 24 games over the past two years, subbed in for one and on the bench for one. So actually not selected for 19 matches and uh, not selected for the 2021 African Cup squad either. But he has uh, played a few games over the past two years. Uh, the other one is Suleiman Dumbia. And uh, he um, returned from absence uh, returned from almost a three-year absence in September of 2022 uh, and started two games, was subbed in for two and on the bench for two, and then uh, that's it. Uh, he was not selected for any of the last six matches, so almost uh, unlikely at this point, Suleiman Dumbia. So let's look at a summary of the position. Uh, before we focus on Conan. So it was Ghislaine Conan uh, playing left back in all four games of the African Cup there in 2022. And Kamara uh, began to share the spot uh, shortly after uh, starting a, a couple of games. But in late 2022, uh, it was neither of them. Uh, but Dumbia got a start there. And then uh, strangely out of position players and the uh, central defender Diamande, who we just met, and attacking midfielder uh, Gamin. 
so I'm not sure what was going on there. But Conan did return to the position in March 2023 and uh, held it for a while. But in the last two games, some strange goings on again with attacking midfielder Jeremy Boga coming back to play there and Kamara getting another start. So um, nevertheless, we think the most likely starter here is uh, Gisling Conan as in the African Cup. So let's take a bit of a closer look at him. Uh, he's been with the team since 2017 with 31 caps and as we said, was a starter in the um, African Cup 2021 squad. He wasn't selected though for the 2019 African Cup. Uh, over the past two years, uh, Conan has started 14 of their 24 games, as well as subbing in for four and being on the bench for two. Uh, so, yes, almost always called up uh, Gisling Conan and uh, starting about two-thirds of the games there. Okay, so let's highlight him in green here as our starter and move on to right-backs. In the right-back position, we have a, a likely candidate, two likely candidates. One is um, Wilfried Singo, and the other is Serge Aurier. And uh, we're going to spotlight both of those players because for now it seems like they're sharing the position. Um, we do have a possible candidate in Kuasi Atahula. And uh, we'll talk about him just quickly here. He was actually a starter in the African Nations uh, Championship. And again, one of the few players to actually uh, move up to the senior team. But in his case, it was only three bench appearances uh, on the senior team. So he plays for young Africans in Tanzania. Uh, that's why he was part of the African Nations Champions, because he's African-based. Um, but uh, I would actually kind of consider him an unlikely uh, candidate. And um, yeah, we do have a couple of other candidates who we won't mention here unless they make it to the uh, final squad. So let's go back. Um, and uh, summarize the position and then look at our spotlight players so uh, this position uh, a few times has become a central defensive role when there's a three-man central defense that doesn't happen on the left side but on the right side uh, we've seen both Singo and Aurier uh, come back to play a left central defender um, uh, anyway uh, Habib Maiga uh, started the African Cup in 2021. He's well off the team now. He hasn't played since that African Cup. Uh, but in the second game, Serge Aurier uh, gained the starting position and he played the rest of the tournament uh, as the right back. Uh, as time went, Singo increasingly shared the position. And uh, we can almost say they're sharing the position now. Um, uh, but I would say uh, edging out is still uh, Serge Aurier. So I'm actually going to move him ahead of Singo in the list here. But let's take a closer look at both of those players because um, I'm going to kind of predict that they're sharing the position now. But I give uh, Serge Aurier uh, the edge in that. So we'll start by looking at him. He's a veteran of the team uh, since 2013 with 87 caps. He's 29 years old and has recently been moving around the uh, clubs, moved to Nottingham Forest in England in uh, 2022 and was with uh, Villarreal in Spain 
uh, for a year before that. And many of us will know him, though, from his time with Tottenham in England and Paris Saint-Germain before that. So uh, a good resume for clubs there. And also in his international career, since he's been a starter and at times a captain uh, uh, of the Ivory Coast team. For the 2021 African Cup, he was a captain. As we said, though, he didn't start in game one, uh, but he did from game two onwards. Uh, over the past two years, Aurier has started 13 of their 24 games, and he was on the bench for two uh, and not selected for nine matches there, so sometimes not called up. And in fact, he only played four of the last eight games. Uh, which is why I'm kind of claiming that Singo uh, seems to be sharing the role. So let's take a look at Wilfried Singo. Uh, he has been with the team since 2021 and has 11 caps. He's 23 years old and uh, recently moved to Monaco in the French League and was with Torino in Italy uh, before that. Uh, he did get his first cap in 2021, but he was off the team for 15 months until he came back in September 2022 to start five of their remaining 16 games. And he was subbed in for three and on the bench for four. So I would say if uh, Singo is not sharing the position, he's getting closer to it and uh, will we'll, we'll be brought to the tournament, uh, if not... Uh, uh, getting a couple of starts there, at least as the main backup uh, for Serge Aurier. But I'm going to be bold and prepare uh, and predict that they uh, will both get starts in the Cup. Okay, let's move on to the midfield, and I'm going to do something a bit unusual here. I'm going to, going to cover all of the central midfield uh, in one big gulp. So uh, we've seen actually their favorite formation is a 4-3-3. So I'm looking at those three positions. Uh, really, there's no dis uh, distinction between defensive midfielder and central midfielder there. Uh, it's just three across the middle. Uh, so a right midfielder and a left midfielder. So we look at all of those positions. But we will go according to um, uh, the, play the positions the player players are coded for. So for defensive midfielder, we only have someone at the possible level, and that's Idrissa Dumbia. And uh, Dumbia got his first cap in June of 2023 there. Um, he started one game uh, on the bench for one and not selected for the last four. So um, uh, we don't think he's going to be actually at the cup. Uh, making him that much more unlikely is that he dropped, uh, he played for Sporting Lisbon in Portugal from 2018 to 2023 and then kind of dropped to uh, Al Ali in Qatar. So no insult to the Qatari team, but that is a bit of a drop in uh, the status of its club. And as we know with Ivory Coast, that matters. Okay, uh, next we... Um, yeah, we have a couple of other candidates uh, as defensive midfielders, but we won't mention them. One of them was the uh, Siri Daye, who we mentioned, uh, who had retired. So really, uh, not many candidates coded as defensive midfielders, and not many even as central midfielder. In fact, we're moving an out-of-position uh, candidate to talk about him here, and that is Jean-Michael Seri, and we're putting him in as a likely candidate. 
uh, he's actually coded as a central attacking midfielder, but he has been playing uh, in the centre of the midfield, especially. Um, yes, uh, John Michael Siri. Uh, I'm just wondering to myself whether he is a spotlight candidate, and he actually isn't because he's been kind of used uh, decreasingly, as we'll see when we get to the summary. Uh, so I, I might as well cover uh, the details on him that we'll cover now. So Jean-Michael Siri with the team since 2015, and he has 49 caps. And uh, he's been part of the um, uh, starting lineup for the uh, African Cup for uh, the last three of them, 2017, 2019. And um, in both of those, actually, he was a starter, but he uh, lost his starting position in both of them. But in 2021, he started uh, all four games there. Uh, and then over the past two years, Siri started 11 of their 14 games. He was subbed in for four and on the bench for six. Uh, but as we said, he's kind of moved uh, recently from a starting position to more of a sub or a bench position. So uh, we're not going to put him in the spotlight here. Uh, in terms of his club affiliations, he's with Hull in England right now. So they're not in the Premier League. Uh, since 2022. Uh, he was with Fulham in England, which was in the Premier League. Uh, he was with them from 2018 to 2022. And he has played for Bordeaux and Galatasaray. So uh, it seems to be kind of uh, in decline a little bit, Jean-Michael Seri. Um, and our other uh, central midfielder is at the possible level. That is Seco Fofano. And... Um, sorry, Seco Fofana, uh, he uh, returned after an almost three-year absence in September 2022 and, and started six of their games, including the last four. So that uh, recent involvement might make him a candidate to be a starter. Um, but he wasn't selected for 10 matches. So uh, I wonder, because of those recent starts, whether we should put him up to... Uh, uh, likely, but uh, we had him at the possible level. He really wasn't that much involved since he started the last four games. And he too has suffered a bit of a decline in his uh, club status. He was uh, with Lens in France uh, and Udinese in Italy before that, but in 2023 uh, is with Al Nasser uh, in Saudi Arabia. So that's a bit of a drop uh, there. So uh, Seco Fafana, born in France, uh, we'll leave him at the possible level uh, now, even though that recent involvement uh, may work well in his favor. And before we uh, uh, summarize the uh, positions, we're going to do right and left midfielders. And in fact, we don't have any candidates coded as left midfielders, but we have two definite candidates coded as right midfielders, and they're going to be part of our uh, story. So the first one is Ibrahim Sanger, and uh, he's going to be in the spotlight. And uh, uh, Frank Kessie, who will also be uh, in the spotlight uh, here. And to be honest, uh, okay, uh, to be honest, I think either John Michael Seri or 
Fofana will be starting alongside them. Again, if we imagine the uh, 4-3-3. But if they go with the 4-2-1-3, it could be just uh, Sanger and Kessie. So that's why we're going to spotlight them and not the others. But let's do a summary of the uh, basically the entire central midfield first. And uh, the central attacking midfielder, uh, uh, Jean-Michael Serri, played as the central midfielder in the 4-3-3 of the cup. So he was there in the middle, and it was Sanger and Cassie accompany accompanying him, playing as left midfielder, uh, obviously out of position there, and right midfielder, um, there. Uh, when they changed to a 4-2-1-3 and the midfield became a two-man midfield, it was Seri and one of those two, Sanger or Cassie. So Seri was the staple there for a while. And uh, in the middle, a few others came into the mix. Towards the end, we see it's uh, Fofana in the last four games coming into the mix, kind of at the expense of Seri, actually. So Seri played less. And uh, Sanger and Cassie both took up the uh, central position at different times in the midfield. So uh, the two-man midfield or the three-man midfield uh, now had Sanger and Cassie in the center of it. So maybe it's best to think of it as a rotation among four of them. I would say most currently with Sanger and Cassie uh, definitely there and recently Fofana but it wouldn't be a surprise to see Seri uh, come back in and those four rotating. Anyway, as we said, we uh, can't guarantee that either Seri or Fofana will be the uh, starter, but we're pretty confident that Sanger and Cassie both will be. So let's take uh, a look at them in the spotlight. So uh, Ibrahim Sanger was with Ivory Coast since 2015 and has 36 caps and uh, a pretty healthy 11 goals there. He also is with Nottingham Forest in England. Uh, he just moved there in 2023 and was with uh, PSV Eindhoven before that and uh, Toulouse in France prior to that. So he's just 26 years old. Uh, but he was uh, part of the Asian Cup in 2019 as a sub, but as a starter for the 2021 African Cup. Uh, over the past two years, Sanger has started 17 of their 24 games and uh, subbed in for one and on the bench for two. So always called up and almost uh, always starts. Keep in mind, four of those games were uh, African Nations Championships. So... Um, he wouldn't have been part of those anyway. So uh, there we go. That is uh, Ibrahim Sanger. And then our other spotlight candidate, Frank Cassie, uh, with Ivory Coast since 2014 with 69 caps. And actually, he uh, kind of made a move down recently uh, to Al-Ali in Saudi Arabia. I, I, I hope I'm not uh, insulting um Saudi Arabia. Some of these teams are uh, competitive in the Asian League and good teams, but uh, they are kind of a, a move down from the teams Frank Getty played for uh, Barcelona in Spain and AC Milan uh, in Italy um, uh, prior to that. So uh, he was a starter in the 2017 and 2019 uh, African Cups as well as the 2021. Uh, African Cup, as we saw there, 
uh, in the central midfield. And over the past two years, Frank Kessie has started 16 of their 24 games. Uh, he was subbed in for one and injured for two. So almost always called up and uh, quite regularly a starter. So that is uh, the story of the central midfield. And now we move on upfield. Uh, we have left wingers here, but really the position is both uh, left winger or left attacking midfield, uh, depending on the formation. And actually in the 4-3-3, that also looks like a left forward, but uh, really more of a left attacking midfielder. Anyway, let's look at the candidates here. Uh, we have a definite candidate in Max uh, Alain Gradel. And uh, a likely candidate in Christian Kuyame, Kuyame, and also in Simon Adingra, both of those likely candidates. And then we have three possible candidates, uh, Cornette Maxwell, um, Jean-Everd Kouassi, and uh, I'll just put ahead of him, put uh, John uh, Jonathan Bambi, Bamba uh, ahead of um, um, Kuasi there, just because he seems a, a bit more likely. Okay, well, let's look at... Um, oh, I, I actually will just give a quick bio on those three uh, likely players, because we're going to... Uh, no, I'm going to start with uh, Max Allen Gradel because he is actually not going to be one of our highlighted players. So uh, a veteran with the team since 2011. He has 106 caps, uh, uh, but he is 20, uh, 36 years old and is actually kind of losing his starting position, which is why we won't be highlighting him. He recently moved to Gaziantep in Turkey and was with Sivaspor uh, in Turkey before that. And uh, he's been part of the uh, squad for many tournaments since the 2012 African Cup, actually. And he was a starter um, in the 2021 African Cup, in three of the four games at least. Um, but uh, over the past uh, uh, two years, he kind of um, declined in his starting role. We think he's a definite candidate, but we think he'll be more of a sub uh, in this African Cup. So he started eight of their 24 games over the past uh, two years. Max Allen Gradel, and he subbed in for seven and was on the bench for five, uh, including the last two matches. So definitely kind of moving towards a supporting role, uh, Max Allen Gradel. But we do think he will uh, definitely come to the cup, if only for his uh, leadership. Uh, the players we will be spotlighting are Christian Kuame and Simon Adingra. So we'll come back to them. And um, Maxwell Cornet. Um, uh, we'll just briefly deal with him. He has been with the team since 2017 with 31 caps and six goals and is currently with, with West Ham in England and was with uh, Burnley for a short time and Lyon in France for, for six years uh, until 2021. Uh, he was a sub in the 2019 African Cup and a starter in the 2021 African Cup, but after game one, he lost his position. So over the past two years, Cornette uh, has been around, but he only started four of their 24 games. 
uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for three and hasn't been selected for the last four matches. So we're not even sure he'll make the squad here. Jonathan Bamba is new to the team. He got his first cap in uh, June uh, 2023, uh, but he did start three of their remaining six games um, and was subbed in for one, but not selected for the last two matches. So Jonathan Bamba uh, possible. Also possible is Jean-Evrod Kouassi. Um, he's the one who plays in, chi in China with uh, Zhejiang, and he was with, um, yeah, he was actually uh, with clubs in China for a while, apart from a, a short time in Turkey. He was part of the uh, 2021 African Cup squad, uh, but he was uh, just a sub uh, in one game there. He started four of their 24 games over the last two years, and he was subbed in for three and on the bench for six, but not selected for the last five matches. And in fact, um, he was selected for only one of the last 12 matches. So uh, Kuati has been in and around, but recently uh, hasn't really been part of the squad. So let's go back uh, to a summary of the left wing position. So we did see Gradel was a starter in the cup. He started two games. Uh, Zaha, Wilfred Zaha, we're going to talk about a bit later, but he did start uh, one game as a left winger and does sometimes uh, pop up here. And uh, Cornette also started one uh, game. So three of them sharing the position there. And actually that threesome continued for a while in the position and even still, uh, even recently are popping up in the position. But several others came into the position and um, mostly players uh, coded as forwards, and notably Kuame, who also is coded as a forward. Uh, even more recently, though, Adingra uh, seems to be grabbing the spot. And so we put the spotlight on both of these players, Adingra and Kuame, because we think that they'll be sharing uh, the position. Uh, um, Gradel, uh, despite being a definite to make the squad, uh, we think is going to be a substitute by the time the tournament comes around. So let's take a look at Christian uh, Kuame in a bit more detail. Uh, he has been with the Ivory Coast since 2019 with 25 caps and three goals. And he's been with uh, Fiorentina in Italy since 2020. So no change in his uh, 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 club status since we... Uh, last covered the team. Over the past two years, Kuame has started eight of their 24 games, but subbed in for seven and on the bench for four. So uh, doesn't miss that often and um, uh, has been in the position recently. Uh, but more recently is Simon Adingra, so we think he might have the edge here, even though he's new to the team since 2023. Uh, Adingra got his first appearance in March of 2023 and started three of their remaining eight games. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for three others. Um, but uh, he's only 21 years old. But uh, in addition to his um, uh, good recent, uh, what am I trying to say? In addition to his recent starts is his good recent form uh, with Brighton in England 
who he joined in 2022. And he was with the uh, Union St. Gilles Club in Belgium that actually uh, did better than expected in the in the Champions League there. So uh, uh, form is definitely in Simon Adinga's favour. I'm tempted to say that he'll be the starter here, but we've kind of... Um, uh, made the prediction, I guess, that Kuame and Adingra uh, will be kind of co-starters um, with with uh, not as much confidence as when I started that section. Uh, okay, but I'm not going to change. I'm not going to go fully over to Adingra yet. Okay, let's look at the right wing. And uh, we have moved candidate Wilfred Zahar over to the right. Uh, he's only at the portable level right now, though. And um, uh, we also have, so I might as well actually cover him. Um, uh, Wilfred Zahar recently moved uh, to Galatasaray in Turkey. Uh, he was with Crystal Palace for a long time before that and Manchester United in the past and has been part of the uh, Ivory Coast for uh since uh, 2017 he actually wanted to get onto the england team but didn't quite make it so joined ivory coast in 2017 and it's been part of the last three tournaments uh he actually was a starter in 2017 uh but was as uh, a substitute at least started as a substitute in 2019 i'm giving too much detail because he's not in our spotlight anyway he was a sub in the 2021 uh, African Cup as well, but but was quite impressive in it, I must say. Over the past two years, though, Zaha has only started six of their 24 games, but he subbed in for six uh, as well uh, and on the bench for seven. But the reason we have him as a possible candidate is he's, he's only been uh, part of the squad for two of the last 12 games. He was injured for four of those um, so we're not even sure he's going to uh, actually make the cup this time. I hope he does because uh, he's good to watch. Uh, okay, um, Ahmad Dal uh, Diallo, I mentioned his name, but he's uh, uh, actually probably um, possible but unlikely. Uh, he's injured now also. So uh, just four, uh, four caps for the... Um, national team he started one of their um games uh, recently i'm not going to talk about him anymore because uh, he doesn't seem a likely candidate he is however with manchester united in england is Diallo, but he's been loaned out to uh, uh other clubs uh, the whole time he was there um nicholas pepe i'm gonna mention even though he seems to be off the team and what a quick uh, fall from grace, uh, really. Uh, Pepe was with the team since 2016 and 37 caps and 10 goals. Uh, he recently moved from Arsenal, where he really didn't do that well uh, from 2019 to 2023, 20, and, uh, and then was sold off to Trabzonspor in Turkey. And it seems like um, those, um, you know, his... his uh, progress with his club kind of mirrors his progress with the national team as in he didn't get many starts for Arsenal and now has moved down to a lower team and uh, for the national team he has not played not being called up since November 
2022. So Nicolas Pepe um, uh, seemingly off the squad here, uh, but he is only uh, 28 years old, so there's a chance of a comeback. So let's uh, uh, look at the right wing position here. And players rotate a lot. Uh, we saw that on the left side, but it's even more uh, pronounced on the right side. Um, uh, so we may see players coded as forwards or left wingers or attacking midfielders here. So as a case in point, it was left winger uh, Max Allen Gradel who started in the cup, but then Nicolas Pepe played the last three games as the right winger, and he continued for a while, but as we saw, he abruptly disappeared in November of 2022. So really, uh, since then, it's been the same cast of characters that were on the left side, um, especially Zaha here on the right side. But we do sometimes, or oh, we did see Gradel and Cornet over here too. Uh, recently, we've seen Bamba and Kuame over here as well, but no one uh, playing the role consistently enough for us to see as a starter uh, and to uh, put in the spotlight here. So um, uh, a bit uh, tough to predict who's going to be uh, on the right side over here. Okay, and uh, we move on to forwards and with attacking midfielders. We have moved a couple of attacking midfielders around if they've been playing in different positions. And we're left with just three uh, kind of candidates at the portable level here. So we have um, Hamed Traore. Uh, he has moved to Bournemouth in England since 2023 and was with Sassuolo in uh, Italy uh, before that and Empoli in Italy prior to that. And um, uh, over the past two years, he, he uh, returned from a 14-month absence in March 2023 to start two of their remaining eight games and was subbed in for two and on the bench for two. So uh, Hamad Traore uh, recently actually getting uh, quite a bit of time uh, fielded in the last three games. So uh, a possible candidate, but that is fairly recent participation. Next, we have Jeremy Boga. Uh, also possible. He has 14 caps for the national team since uh, 2017. And uh, both he and Treore actually were uh, part of the team for the 2021 African Cups. Both of them were uh, uh, just substitutes there. And um, Boga started just two of their 24 games over the past two years, subbed in for five and on the bench for one. Uh, so he is also a possible candidate. Uh, he recently moved to Nice in France. He was with Atalanta in Italy before that. And like Hamid Triore with Sassuolo uh, in Italy um, uh, too. So uh, Jeremy Boga, um, also with Chelsea uh, from 2015 to 18, uh, although I don't think he uh, played much for them. Uh, the third possible candidate is Jean-Philippe, uh, I don't know how to say his name, it's uh, Gbamin, G-B-A-M-I-N. Um, I'll have to learn how to pronounce that. And um, he uh, returned after a, a, an absence in September of 2022 
and started three of their remaining six games, subbed in for two and on the bench for one. But uh, Gabamin was not selected for the last six matches. And that may be because of his fall in club affiliation. He was with uh, Everton from 2019 to 23. I don't think he played a lot for them uh, either because he was loaned to Trabzonspor in Turkey and Seska Moscow in Russia and recently has uh, uh, kind of fallen in club status down to Dunkirk uh, in France, not really a big team in France there. So uh, he's at the possible level, but I would almost go to possible but unlikely. Uh, however, neither of these uh, players um, are uh, in our spotlight. And if you think about it, the 4-3-3 uh, formation uh, doesn't really have an attacking midfielder. Uh, well, we, we do know that John Michael Sarri uh, in the in the center of that three-man midfield is coded as an attacking midfielder, so probably played a bit more uh, forward than a central midfielder usually does. Uh, but none of these players uh, have a grip on the position. And I think when it's a 4-2-3-1, I think it is one of the wingers like um, Gradel or Zaha who move over into the position. Uh, anyway, none of these guys have a record strong enough to uh, think that they're going to be a starter. Okay, let's move on to uh, forwards then. Um, we have... Um, uh, Sebastian Haller, who will be our uh, highlighted player, our spotlight player, uh, even though we only have him at the likely level here. And we also have at the likely level Jean-Philippe uh, Crasso. Uh, Jean-Philippe Crasso. So uh, we'll do him since he's not in the spotlight. Um, he got his first cap in September of 2022, and he only started four of the remaining 16 games, but he was subbed in for five and on the bench for three. And uh, so apart from the four African Nation Championship matches, which he wouldn't have been called up for, uh, he's been called up every time, uh, but usually as a supporting uh, cast member rather than as a starter. So Kraso was born in Germany, Plays for Red Star Belgrade in Serbia, uh, having moved there from St. Etienne in France. Uh, and we do consider him a likely candidate to make the squad, but we don't consider him a strong candidate to be in the starting lineup. Okay, next we have two possible candidates uh, in Karim Konate. Um, Karim Konate was part of the squad for the 2021 African Cup, but only started one of their 24 games over the past. Uh, two years. He was subbed in for eight and on the bench for five and actually has been called up uh, recently um, uh, quite regularly. So uh, almost likely in terms of being um, uh, called up to the squad, but uh, not, not very likely to be a starter, Kareem Konate, just 19 years old and uh, is with Red Bull Salzburg in Austria. Uh, okay, the other uh, possible candidate is Umar Diakite, and uh, he uh, is new to the team, actually. Uh, got his first appearance on the bench back in June 2022, but then was off the squad until returning in September 2023. 
uh, but then started three of their remaining five games and was subbed in for the other two. So making a late bid is 20-year-old Umar Diakate, and he plays for uh, Reims, Stade Reims in France, uh, and he was with Red Bull Salzburg uh, prior to that, uh, just like Karim Konate is now. So uh, a possible candidate, Umar Diakate, uh, both of them actually getting uh, some good field time recently. And finally, uh, no, I'm not going to mention the uh, uh, other candidate we have on our list because he seems too unlikely. So let's go back and uh, summarize the role of forward then. So basically, uh, it was just one forward in the cup. Uh, again, that 4-3-3 really more like a 4-3-2-1. Uh, and that role was played by Haller, Sebastian Haller, in all four games. And that continued for a while. Um, uh, it became actually a two-man position uh, increasingly with Kuame uh, joining him up there. Uh, but then uh, um, we're going to see uh, in the spotlight here that uh, Haller went missing uh, for a while uh, in an interesting story. So during his absence, several players filled the role, uh, including Pepe, Nicolas Pepe, until he left the team, and uh, Zaha, uh, who also is not really with the team so much anymore. Uh, but Haller did return, and the position seems to be his. He's been playing that regularly since his return, although a couple of new players were tried out uh, in November. Nevertheless, we think Sebastian Haller uh, will be the starter in the position. So let's put him in the spotlight and uh, take a look. So uh, Sebastian Haller's been with the team since 2020, and he has 22 caps and eight goals. And uh, a big step up, uh, well, not a big step up, but a step up in his uh, club career, several steps up, actually. He's with Borussia Dortmund since uh, 2022. Uh, Ajax in the Netherlands, also a good team, and West Ham before that. And, um, yeah, kind of uh, stepped up steadily uh, all the way from Auxerre in France, where we've seen so many of these players start in 2012 to 2014. Haller was, in fact, born in France, um, like several of the players we've seen. Uh, the African Cup in 2021 was his first tournament, though. Uh, he started all four games in that cup, and uh, over the past two years has started 14 of their 24 games and was on the bench for two. Uh, however, he was out with um, cancer, uh, testicular cancer, in the fall of 2022. And as bad as that sounds, it didn't actually interfere that much. Uh, with his career, really just missed four games uh, because of it, and he came back in March 2023 to resume his role as a starter. So uh, Sebastian Haller, we highlight him in green here as our spotlight player, the player we think is going to start. Okay, and that brings us to the end of our look at the candidates, and so we move into uh, section three, and we're going to, in section three, do a spotlight review and the spotlight review will uh, go back over the players we put in the spotlight. Uh, the players, excuse me, I'm going to cough. The players who we think will be uh, starters, or starter predictions. So, uh, goalkeeper, uh, we think uh, Yaya 
uh, Yahya Fofana is going to be the starting keeper. For central defense, we have Eric, um, oh, sorry, Evan Ndika. And then uh, we think it'll be a rotating start between Usman uh, Diomande and Willy Bolly uh, there. So we put those um, uh, kind of together. Left back, we predict uh, Ghislaine Conan as a starter. Right back, though, we do predict the rotation of Serge Aurier and Wilfred Singo. If it's going to be one of them, we think Serge Aurier, but uh, we're predicting a rotation there. Uh, in the central midfield, um, uh, we don't think these will be the only starters, but they're the only ones we're kind of confident will start, will be uh, Ibrahim uh, Sanger and Frank Kessie. On the left wing, uh, we uh, have two candidates uh, in a rotation. So uh, Christian Kuame and Simon Adingra. But we do think uh, Adingra is kind of gaining the edge there. Uh, for the right wing, though, we don't have any candidates. Um, so um, we think it'll be actually an out-of-position player. Same is true for the central attacking midfielder, or they may not have that role. They may have something like uh, um, uh, the 4-3-3, where there's no central attacking midfielder. Uh, so again, we, we think, um, uh, well, we're not really sure who they're going to use. That's what we think. Uh, but for forward, we do see Sebastian Haller uh, as a starter. So um as confident as we are uh, about our predictions there we're also confident that they won't turn out exactly as predicted but there are always a few surprises so uh, that brings us to the um preview of part two i don't really have any closing thoughts on uh, ivory coast uh, so i'll move straight just to the end uh, the preview of part two and um uh, in part two, we're going to look at basically any surprises uh, from what we laid out here. So any of the likely or definite players who are not selected or any uh, players that we didn't put on the list here or who we had as unlikely or off the squad who do make it into the final squad. We'll kind of emphasize uh, those. Also, any new players uh, that come onto the scene. Um, there's always a few of those in every tournament. And the other thing we'll focus on is uh, injury updates uh, as we get closer to the Cup. So we didn't see any uh, particularly long-term injuries that rule players out at this point. But we know as we get closer to the Cup, we might see uh, some of those. So that brings us to the end of uh, part one of the media cast here. I'm gonna go back to the opening graphic and uh, we hope you join us for uh, part two and um, uh, that will be in uh, early January, we expect. We originally planned to tag on our past, present and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10 minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mappa Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.